Hi, besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag, because we are semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Cynthia Kiss. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. And we were actually just talking off off not not camera but off audio Mm -hmm. and i was just like okay no we have to be talking on audio because i want everyone to hear this but cynthia is on tour right now for the season two tour of canada's drag race and i was saying just how pretty she looks so she was telling me about how gorgeous her gown is and where she got it so please can you let everybody know before we start about this beautiful gown yes we're on tour right now i'm actually in a hotel room in ottawa um it's been incredible i feel like our cast needed this it's just like a little Mm -hmm. you know like pep in our step before we really get to fall in love with season three and it's so cool to be doing this with Brooke Um, but yes my solo act uh, I'm wearing a gown that my partner and I made like days before we left it's like it's very Barbie like it's very Mm -hmm. Margot Robbie Barbie like I need Mm -hmm. to see that movie come out like the amount like I feel like we want to plan a photo shoot soon SQ cuties and I feel like we need to like start the Pinterest the mood board I feel like it's gonna be it'll be in that very bad but yeah, it's yes, going fair. really, really well. Opening night, as it always is, a little crazy. It was like I learned this choreo like hours before. Um, but you know, now we're <laughs> now we kind of um, we've reordered the show so that the poor dancers aren't changing like madmen backstage, back to back to back. Because um, mm-hmm. that was actually the hardest part of the show. We didn't have four dancers; we had two. So there was like they were always changing, and I felt so bad. So. Yeah, it's been it's been incredible. Like I'm singing live, so it's just so wild to like go hit it and just like have this little like country song, like my little Casey Musgraves moment. I don't want to spoil it if you want to see me on the road, um, but yeah, it's a cute little homage to our season. I love that. <laughs> and I was actually just telling Cynthia too that it almost feels like the season two cast social media presence is just it's just lighter, you know. <laughs> It's just, it's a lot lighter. It's a lot softer. Everyone feels a lot happier. Yeah, no, it feels like you're good. getting your just desserts. Eve's doing really good. Yeah. Eve, very proud of you. <laughs> it feels like, but it feels like you guys really needed this. You know, you needed the the tour to happen to really get that, that feeling of being, you know, famous. a rude girl. <laughs> Faint, well, gay famous. Gay famous. Yeah, but no, that, even that, it's, I know, I completely agree. I think... As a collective, it was it was kind of surreal when we first came together for group rehearsals. It's it's wild to think that all twelve of us hadn't been in that room together since we finished filming. It's kind of it's kind of weird. It's trippy. It's like we filmed over a year ago, and so it's um it's beautiful to see that we still all get along and there's no drama. It's like my God, we're a boring bunch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kamara and Adriana still haven't killed each other, and it's a they beautiful thing. Which I actually think <laughs> props to both of them. They're professional. That's the thing. In the end of the Ex- day, excellent. They are. They are professional. Just because two people don't necessarily see eye to eye, that's not going to stop either one of them from getting their bag. So exactly. props to and your they, mama. <laughs> and they both look gorgeous. I've seen lots of footage of both of them. They both look incredible. Everyone looks great. I think that's half of why mm-hmm. this tour is so fun. Everyone's had so much time to look stunning because it was supposed to happen in February. And it got pushed back <laughs> so long that it's like, okay, well, if we're going to show up, we need to look gorgina. And that's what we did. Gorgina. I love mm-hmm. a gorgina. And you guys are so lucky because even with my tour, we like my entire cast since finishing filming has never been in the same room together all of us really yeah we've never been on a a tour all of us together and even our tour was to cars it was a drive-in so like a lot of us haven't experienced that like the real tour a a room yeah 
a real room. Yeah, it's it's at least together as a cast. Like a lot of us have seen like audiences. I'm not saying I've never seen like, audience. Do, do you know what I feel <laughs> like? It's my Sandra Bullock miscongeniality fantasy. <laughs> like the opening numbers with like the, uh, the Statue of Liberty choreo and stuff. Like what What's I'm the doing song? Here. You're one in a million. Uh, yes. You're once in a lifetime. <laughs> I literally am getting my fantasy. Like oh, I, didn't, I didn't realize how like deep down I needed that to like come to fruition. Yeah. But as I'm up there doing it, I'm like, dude, I'm literally doing choreo next to Brooklyn Heights. And I'm just like, uh, I'm just living it. Doing choreo next to Brooklyn Heights is maybe the most intimidating thing you could ever do in your life. But I look good and we got it down. Like I'm like, I'm not, I'm like honorary dance captain. I had like the, I had the <laughs> choreo boys tell me, they're like, no, you've got it. Like you need to be in front oh. row. Cause they're like, oh. girls can see me. Just, you know, it's oh. not complex, but it's like. No, it's very easy. You know, you need someone to be like, maybe peripherally looking at. So Stephanie even told me, she's like, bitch, I don't know the choreo. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm like, keep eyes on synth. Keep eyes Red on synth. in the front. Yeah, yeah. You're just tiny really Brooklyn. Fun. Exactly. I'm yeah. tiny Brooklyn. But yeah, so it's going well. How are you, Juicy? I'm good. I'm good. Pride is done. Pride kicked me in the ass. And I've had a nice two weeks off to sort of like recover. Me, Mr. Box, and both of our families recently built a deck in my backyard. Oh, and it's we're like a family be... project. It's a family project. Yes. Is that so that's how you say yeah, yeah, extremely, but um, we're making it work. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're, we're doing that and we're going to be installing a hot tub. It's very adult. It's very yes. like 20 year old me could never mm-hmm. picture this, but 33 no, year old me thriving. Thriving. I would never think we would get this excited showing each other photos of like decks. <laughs> Right and gazebos, but this is our oh lives. so exciting! SQ I know cuties. we're in our thirties. Our listeners are on the younger side. This is what you have to look forward to, like little home being renos. so excited for the price of a chair. Yeah, you know, to go on sale. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh my god, this chair is a hundred dollars. I'm buying it. Oh my god, the passion at which my parents talk about patio furniture. <laughs> like when I came home to That's Pedro, what I they literally were like, oh, oh, Paul, get the cushions, get the cushions. And if I'm sitting outside without the cushions, it's questioned. <gasps> Where are the cushions? It's like, oh my God. Dead ass. We have brand new cushions for our chairs. And every day I've been like, let's just put the cushions out. And Mr. Box is just like, there's too much sawdust. It'll ruin the cushions. They're white. And I'm like, but they're beautiful and they're soft and I want to sit on them. And he's like, it'll ruin the cushion. We got to hold off. Got to hold off. That, so that is so funny that you're saying it's that. an endless topic because there's nights where they want to keep the cushions out, but if it's going to rain, they got to bring them inside. So it's this will we, won't we. It's the cushions. It's the cushions. It's, it's the, the cushions. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. But listen, enough about cushions and <laughs> We are here to review a fabulous season, All Stars, All Winners, Episode 8. And uh, what did you think of this episode, Juice? I I liked it. I, I find acting challenges to be a little kind of like either hilarious or incredibly boring. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the runway really, really did me in. Like the runway was what made me excited. Oh, okay, good. About I this thought you were going to say you didn't like it. I was like, this was such a no. I'm no, the you. runway was so fun. The I'm runway was you. so Sometimes fun. Sometimes the acting challenges, the only real moment for tension is casting because it's like, I want this role. Yeah. You want this role. Let's duke it out. But yeah, like the girls are realizing um, there's only four challenges left in this season and we've got some single star divas. 
I know. And who knows if we'll even be covering them at this point. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I feel like we can do like an all-star seven, seven minutes. Like we would literally have a timer on the screen and we go, oh. okay, Jinx is amazing. As always, uh, the judges gave us nothing. Uh, she looked great. She looked dumb. She was giving it our all. Ding. And that'd be it. Don't you think that'd be kind of cute? The, I think that the first three episodes of the SQQ um, Canada's Drag Race are going to be beefy. But you know what? Let's or maybe it. they're like bonus episodes. I don't know. A part of me could completely walk away from the season as well. <laughs> <laughs> like I Let us know, SQ so cuties. <laughs> yeah, please. Like if that would break your heart, then I won't do it because I want everyone to be happy. But a part of me is like our demo. We are all Canadian. We care about our Canadian queens. Like we want to cover mm-hmm. that. So yeah. Oh yeah, and I, and our season three sisters, we've got to be able to cover it, and we've we're hopefully going to have some very special guests. Mm-hmm. So we just really yeah. So we'll yeah. we'll discuss it further without you listening in. But <laughs> wait, you can't talk back to us right now. How does you work? can't talk to. I mean, you can talk back to us right now by emailing us at sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, back uh, to this episode. I thought it was so mm-hmm. funny when Shay was just like, "Those numbers don't look good to me." <laughs> when she's counting the episodes, it, yeah, it almost felt like her and Monet almost resigned themselves to knowing like we're probably not winning this. No. We should just enjoy ourselves. Yeah, you know, kind of that's the vibe I got. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I did kind of think Monet was definitely like getting, I don't know, I think she was getting her feels out in the confessionals where she was kind of going through it and just saying like, doesn't add up, like I'm killing it. I know she still wants to be there, be present and do her best, but like she would literally have to win like three weeks in a row, I feel, to be considered. Well, she said that. She said, I would have to win every single challenge to make it to the top. I still think there's going to be a twist where they're going to be like, this week is two stars and you get to keep two stars kind of thing. Like, I still feel like they'll do that because they can't make it so glaringly obvious who's going to be in the top. You know? That's why Raja won this week. (laughs) I thought she deserved to win, but we'll get there. Um, (laughs) I'm skipping ahead. Sorry. (laughs) Um, But where were we? Yeah, so Shay Shay and Monet don't think it adds up. Um, And then Evie comes in, who was just recently blocked. And again... There's no hard feelings. <laughs> and again, <laughs> there's nothing to get drama uh, drama going, I it's swear. Giving, it's giving very season two. It's giving yeah. season two. It's, it's giving radiating season two. season two. I'm craving <laughs> my drama, and no one's getting mad at each other. I want, yeah. I want to see a bottle being thrown at a wall. Yeah. I want Real Housewives level drama at this point. Like, oh, yeah. I want to look at the screen and be like, oh, work, bitch. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Because otherwise, all that's happening right now is I'm starting to just, like, pity Jinx and how good she was at the beginning and how threatened everyone was by that. So she's just, like, this poor little thespian in the corner, like, wanting to be her brilliant self. And she's like, but if I do too well, they'll block me. And it's just, like, <laughs> like it's really sad. Well, it's just even like, just let her be amazing. I don't get that. I don't know. Well, do you remember when in her untucked in the, in the season when when her and Roxy were in Untucked and she was going to lip sync, she had basically said, she was just like, I deserve to be in the top and I won't apologize for being good at everything. Like yeah. it was something along the lines mm-hmm. of like, I'm good at everything. I can yeah. do all this and this is the only week that I've been in the bottom. Makes no sense for me not to beat this lip sync and to make it through and win this show mm-hmm. because I'm good at everything. She just mm-hmm. knows she's good at everything. And I think even in this show, she knows she's good at everything. And Absolutely. she uh, she should because she is. Mm-hmm. 
She is good at everything. Even her sewing challenge. Your stuff outside of this show, like that's the one thing that actually, it's like if that's your weakest skill, baby, the world's your oyster. You can pay talented designers to dress you and make you look amazing. Mm -hmm. But it's the next day in the workroom. They skip in. They do a thing. The girls are looking tired. You can just tell. Just worn out. Worn out. Worn down. <laughs> they can't even like muster the energy to be like, woohoo, yeah. <laughs> They're just like, and another week. Yeah, another day, another day. Another day. But we've got in the RuPaul. RuPaul comes through, whoop, wearing cute little, uh, like a suit of some sort, kind of classic RuPaul at this it's point. Burgundy suit, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burgundy. Mm-hmm. Burgundy. Um, yeah, with cool glasses to let them know that they will be doing a, ma- a maxi challenge this week that's going to be acting mm-hmm. in the soon to be cult classic Santa's School for Girls, a part Christmas movie, part horror, and part Mean Girls flick. What'd you think of it? What do you think of that idea? Do you think you would thrive or do you think you would flounder? Hmm. I, it's one of those where it's like, you know, there's, it's like the, the writing is clever enough. And then it's like what each girl can take with it. I think I could take a part and run with it. Yeah, there, me too. I wouldn't, I I wouldn't want to would play good. a straight man. Like I wouldn't want to play certain roles. I know I'd get a little feisty for something that has some substance to it. So I really felt for juice or uh, my God, why do I always do this? For juice? For jinx. For jinx. Oh jinx. no, jinxes. I felt like she did a lot with hers. I would say I felt bad for Shay. Shay has played the straight man twice now. Yeah, they keep giving her the flat role. I think she's and it's like, timid in that group. I think she gets a little shy when they start to cast. I think I agree. I think she's smart and she likes the screen time because she's like, oh, if I'm the main character, I'm on a lot. Like I can give it substance. And I thought she did a great job, which we'll get into. But um, it was the least desirable role in my part. In a comedy, mm-hmm. you don't want to be just going, what's over there? What's over here? Like in the Rusical, I was I was the straight man in that where I basically the whole time had to be like, what's drag? And like after a while, <laughs> you're just like, I have no dimension, you know? So it's it's, uh-huh, a, it's uh-huh. kind of a tricky kind of part to play. Even though you are the best singer on stage and they still paid you dust, it's fine. It's fine. Hey girl, I'm getting my I'm getting my chops now. They're getting to see me hey. sing live. They asked me to do that. No one else. So <laughs> hey. not I'm not gonna say it. Uh <laughs> don't. <laughs> Don't, don't my mouth gets me in trouble. Don't do it. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> so Trinity has to cast the roles, which mm-hmm. I like because it it it's starting. It's trying to give us that little bit of drama. You know, where are um, the roles? <laughs> where are the roles? And so Viv let Trinity pick the fabric, so she got the first pick, and which I'm happy that she did because she picked the role that she was thriving in, you know? She picked yeah. the role that she could do the best in. Karma where karma's due. Last week, mm-hmm. Trinity, uh, what what is it? There was like an alliance last week. Like essentially Vivian got to pick who got to pick their material. And so they just kind of like tit for tat, switched it, let Viv mm-hmm. pick the first role, which I think, yeah. I don't actually remember the name of the character, but it was obviously um, based off of Mommy Dearest, Joan Crawford. Yeah, it was very Joan Crawford. No yeah. more wire yes. hangers. Yes. Yeah. Um, which she played brilliantly. Um, and then, but we actually have one role, Miss Miss Toe, <laughs> that is desired by both Monet Exchange and Jinx Monsoon. So we had to have a little bit of an audition. And quite frankly, Jinx killed it. Oh, 100%. Even Raja said, mm-hmm. that's Jinx. Mm-hmm. Give it to Jinx, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it almost felt like, I think it was smart 
to give it to Monet. But also if I was, if I was Monet and Trinity gave me that role after I saw the way Jinx did it, I would be like, oh, this is strategy. I don't deserve this role, mm-hmm. but <laughs> this is strategy. Cause if Jinx has this role, she will win, mm-hmm. which she would have, she would have, she would have absolutely destroyed it. It would have been, it would have been the top two would have been Viv and Jinx because yeah. they would have had so much screen time to be able to play with those things. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. I even think, I even thought it was interesting when they got into actually shooting it, how like Monet almost immediately was given notes. Whereas I feel like Jinx would have just ran with it and Rue would have like been obsessed with the gut instinct yeah. to how to play that role. So mm-hmm. yeah, that alliance, Miss Monet Echange, she knows what she's doing. She laid Smart. the groundwork down. So she, Very intelligent yeah. yeah she might not have as many stars but she has the parts she wants so somehow that adds up to something <laughs> hey you know what for, she I might feel bad for monet i feel like across the board this whole season like they're sleeping on her a little bit i agree and i but i feel like there's just so much talent talent there and everyone's good yeah. There's there's no one that's bad that it's hard to rise to the top when everyone's good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard to float to to the beginning of the pack when everyone's kind of here that the tiniest thing will bring you above everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she just kind of gets pushed to the side. And and honestly Shay too. I feel like they sort of push Shay off to the side because yeah. Shay's runways I think are some of the best. Yep. But those aren't pushing her to that next level above everybody else, which I feel like, because I'm a, I'm a runway girly. Like, mm-hmm. for me, it's all about the runway. So it's like, I always think runway first, challenge second, when I feel like the show always thinks challenge first, runway second. Not Canada's Drag Race season two. <laughs> it was your way. It was runway. It was runway. It was, it it was, was runway, runway on the highway. Season. No, for sure. No, it was runway. It was mm-hmm. runway. I wanted to run away with what I brought. <laughs> <laughs> I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Multiple, even. Uh, Multiple, but yeah, no, I feel you. I totally feel you. I think um, Shay's she's brought such a brilliant package. So every every episode, when we get into that, it's like it's such a treat. But yeah, oh. I uh, I don't know. I, I wrote down. I took notes <laughs> in the episode. Evie's feeling the tight race so close to the end. <laughs> I don't really know why I wrote that. Felt like yeah, that I read really, that. I was like, <laughs> and I was okay. like, what? Do you know what that was? That was Evie saying, I'm feeling the tight race so close to the end. And that would be one of those lines that the producer would feed her. So I'm like, yes. really typing the fake thing she said <laughs> so that we then fake recap it. Drag Race That's is so interesting. funny. It's really Drag interesting. Drag Race is interesting. I yeah. know. It's a beast. But we've got Jinx obviously not happy with her role. But she's still you know, goes in and she does it well. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like she she created this this sort of vocal fry um, dynamic character yeah. right out of the blue. And she was just like, I'm just going to take the tiny role that I have and mm-hmm. do the absolute best. And I'm going to try and steal as much camera time as possible. And she did. Mm-hmm. It was giving like grudge Alaska <laughs> when she was in the workroom oh. in the mirror. I was like, <sighs> it's, it's somewhere balancing between those two because it was too like, mm-hmm. uh, like that yeah. sound but then oh my god alaska the way she talks too like that's what it's giving me i love the way alaska talks me too it's like hypnotic. it's so good and now a word from our sponsor this episode is sponsored by better help 
feeling down in the dumps? Feel like you need someone who isn't a friend or family member to talk about it? BetterHelp is the perfect neutral party. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Boom. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. We have a special offer to the semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash SQQ. That's betterhelp.com slash SQQ. The special URL will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Take it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. Runway. <laughs> what did you think of RuPaul's look? It's the metallic black Janiska Bravo. Is that who designed it? Sorry, that, no, that's, our, that's our guest judge, Juice. Oh my God. <laughs> She's wearing. Oh my God. Bravo. She's wearing Carson Kressley. <laughs> She's wearing a beautiful dress by Carson Kressley. I had a dream about Carson Kressley. Oh my god, what I happened? Did, can I tell you this? I'm sorry, this is a tangent. I had a dream. I, love I, f- I had a dream where Carson Kressley was the DJ at a show that I was at. <laughs> and do you remember that story I told you about how I yelled for Carson? Yes. And he didn't know who I was. <laughs> you were like, I told this? that story on the microphone to Carson, and In he did not like it. In the dream. In the dream, I sold that story on the mic to Carson, and he was very upset, and then took the mic and said, I can't believe that I would call him out in front of an audience like that, and he should, and he knows to next time never to do, I was just like, this didn't land the way I thought it would land. Like, it was so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the fact that it flops twice, once in reality, and then the thing you were talking about flopping. And it flopped again. It's and like it flopped again. Inception. Yeah. It's like it's, the only it's, thing worse is if you told the dream story in front of him, and then that I'm going to tell again. him that, and it's going to flop. I'm going to when I see Carson, I'll be like, Carson, sit down. I have so many things to tell you. And the whole time he's going to blank stare at me, and then go, uh, oh, Who are you, <laughs> Carson? I have so many jokes to flop in front of you. <laughs> I, have, I have so many things to tell you for you not to react to. Please sit, <laughs> sit down, sit down. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. Sometimes I feel like my dreams are like little, um, like, like premonitions. premonitions. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you like, actually I could have said sworn, premonitions. I could have sworn I like. There was a moment backstage last night where I was looking mm-hmm. around and I could have sworn it was in like a dream years ago that like I looked at like Brooklyn and like some sort of glittery, glittery moment and I'm like backstage and I remember waking up from a dream being like. What, wow, what a fun dream so far in the future. And it's like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Or maybe I'm gaslighting myself. It's like maybe it's I think, my manifestation. I think it's just deja vu. I think it's deja vu. Right? Oh, right, I did the show yeah. twice. It was the second night of the tour. No, that's <laughs> not what I meant. I'm the worst. You're like, end call. I hate doing this podcast. Uh, yeah, this too. podcast is over. <laughs> uh, um, Honestly, Cynthia, I hate doing this podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate this podcast so much. Oh, um, sorry, so Rue really... looks amazing. And the dress <laughs> was by Zaldi, as they are. By Zaldi. I'm so embarrassed. But our guest um, judge is Janixa Bravo. And she is a director. Yes. And I thought she killed it during the maxi, giving them direction that was not only... So um, supportive. Supportive, but it was also just like it improved the scene. Like it was... Oh, it was yeah. Really and it was so nice to see someone so heavily involved within the challenge and not just there to like almost make fun of them. Yes. You know? Yeah. You know, it, which which is always a fun thing with comedy and stuff, but it really felt like she was there to create something, mm-hmm. even if it was a, a, a thing of comedy. She was like, really, it was like she was giving them real advice, which is kind of like cool to watch because mm-hmm. it's not usually the case. No, it's always mm-hmm. just them being like, make it even louder, make it even crazier, where she was giving it direction. It's like, hey, this is a line. This is where you could punch it up. But yeah, mm-hmm. we have a runway theme, which I didn't realize I would love so much. Uh, nitty, yeah. nitty. Bang bang. Love. 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 Like love. So camp. So camp. If this was a Canada's drag race Ugh. runway, I feel so bad for Courtney Conquer's hands because the amount of girls that would be calling that that crocheting knitting little drag queen would be yeah. so fast. Courtney Conquer's is one half of Drag Coven, who is a traveling media group of two little drag babies they're helping on the the boss events tour right now they're They're the sweetest little beans love them so much but courtney loves to knit and crochet Mm -hmm. like loves it so i've seen her make some beautiful knit outfits so the whole time i was watching this i was just like oh my god i would call courtney so fast you all needed this on season one it was freezing. <laughs> I feel like it's the run, the one <laughs> runway that you all would have been like actually able to look like confident and not sure. <laughs> and just so warm. Like, yeah. oh, this is nice. <laughs> but yeah, what did we think of Vivian? The Viv's look. Obsessed. Obsessed. She looked like she took a blanket, like an Afghan blanket, wrapped it around herself and just walked out onto the runway and somehow made it look glamorous. It was stunning i'm so happy she picked that gauge of knit and for those who don't Mm -hmm. know gauge of knit is like how chunky it looks like how big the uh the stitching is it Mm -hmm. looked like the proportions of a barbie like if you were to wrap your barbie in like a little um like hand towel or something and then the (laughs) knitting needles in the wig it just was the piece de resistance that i loved Mm -hmm. viv absolutely brilliant nothing 10 out of 10 vibes 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10. What did you think of Shay's? Hot take. And I don't want <gasps> any disrespect to the cultural rep, uh, references. I no. was vibing so heavy and hard from the n- shoulders up. Like when we got that, um, the, the primary colors happening around the decolletage and then the, the, the necklace, the headpiece, the everything, I was like, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But the plaid wrap and then the little yellow scoochie woochie and the legs, I just, I wasn't vibing with. But I don't mean any I, disrespect if it's like cultural reference. Um, I it just to me, it felt to... a little, I, I thought the wow factor was like the face and the the balancing of on her head. I thought that part was really cool. Because I know that was, um, what, am I being like awful? No, 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 no. I'm okay. going to politely disagree uh, because I thought it was absolutely stunning. Everything about it, especially the way that she did her makeup, I was mind blown over. But just so you can see the, have you seen the reference of what she did? Very, only very quickly. Let me show you. So it makes like complete sense. 
with the reference. But if you look at her runway, she's got a little like yellow club dress on underneath that. Oh, okay. And oh, that's so the it's part the where tiny... I was like, like I was like, why do we have a scoochy woochy on? Like, oh, well, I think you know you have to make it draggy, you know. But, but to me, I almost felt like that wasn't draggy. Like I felt like mm. I don't know. To me, I thought I thought the face, like the mug, the the headwear, the necklace, everything there were like pockets of delight. But um, it was. Well, I, I love found, a scoochy woochy dress. I so. found her um, her pleats moment with the silks and everything. That to me was a more successful head to toe look, mm. if you will. Mm. But I, I agree I, or disagree. We can agree to disagree. I think that it is absolutely incredible. I mean, she Stunning. is absolutely incredible. Uh, what <laughs> she do we think exists about, uh... and is incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do we think about Evie? What do we think about Evie? Oh, I, she turned. And I will say this. I have never seen her look so beautiful ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was different about her makeup. But I was like, holy shit, she looks stunning. Like the, mm. the face, something mm. was different about the way she did her makeup. And I was astounded at how beautiful she looked. Not that she doesn't look absolutely gorgeous every other time. But this was like an exceptionally beautiful day. Yeah. Um, and I, I loved the pants and the like saggy knit jacket and the hair and whatever that like crown piece was on her head. Knitting needles again. Oh, it was one of my favorite looks. I was super, it made me really excited to see it and the way that it moved on the runway. It was one of those looks where you're like, oh my God, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I love it. Big it, fan. The ombre made it look extra special to me. I think had it been missing mm-hmm. that extra element of like pattern or like, you mm-hmm. know, some sort of repeat, um, it would have been lackluster. But with the ombre, it just was so cool. And she was saying she did it herself and she like dip dyed it. I love it. Did she? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Sorry, I'm just pulling up the looks just so I can just so I can really reference them. Just so you can um, do your job. Just so you can do your job juice box. God. God Damn juice. My God, you're so bad at this. Well, that Anyways, the photo. Uh, look at Jinx and tell me what you think because I actually thought it was oh, literally. too glamorous for the theme. Um mm. Like, it's beautiful. Yeah. It is beautiful. But I feel like almost if you think about the way that Viv's was glamorous. Yes. I feel like Viv's was glamour in a way that fit the runway theme better because it had that touch of camp to it. And Mm -hmm. it was still extremely glamorous and beautiful. When this one, while I know that they said that um, that it glittered like insanely on stage. They said it was so shiny and so glittery on stage. So I think that might have elevated it and it's just mm-hmm. not re- it didn't I don't think it read well on on TV plus in photography it reads a little flat. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in person it's probably striking with the glamour and it's probably a lot more beautiful, but I feel like just looking at it within photography and on and on film it it does read a little bit more flat and it it doesn't feel the kind of right sort of you're right it's like too glamorous yeah for the theme it doesn't have that touch of camp to it totally like i can't tell mm. the theme is knitting the bang bang with what jinx is wearing whereas with viv it's like oh my god duh like duh <laughs> duh duh darling <laughs> if that's not a knitting nitty bang bang themed outfit i don't know <laughs> what is 
<laughs> yeah, so that's that's jinxy poo. I mean, not that's not jinxy. her week. Not her week. I what guess. did you think of Trinity's? Um, I kind of vibed. I think that to yeah. me was a really strong color palette play. Something about mm-hmm. the lavender and then the cheetah in the hair and then her little doll. Trinity surprises me endlessly. Mm-hmm. Like I always think like always her arc has always been I'm more than just a pageant queen and it's like she truly is like I actually think she serves some very fresh uh looks on the runway like I, I almost have yeah. to always remind myself she's so contemporary she's really impressive yeah and I, I loved it and even when she said she was just like this isn't something that I'd normally wear she talks mm. so funny I'm oh my like, god that voice is... it literally looks great yeah it looks great I loved the short hair on her I loved yes. the 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 train she had the train again <laughs> She had a train again. She loves a train. Chandelier. Um, <laughs> trains. Um, but <laughs> You're at a train I station. Thought it was, yeah. Choo-choo. But I thought it was great. I loved it. There's no complaints for me with Trinity's. Um, never. Never, never, never. Can't find one. Now, what about <laughs> Mr. Roger? Roger. 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 I'm curious what you're I saying. loved it. Me too. Yeah. It was almost as though she she did a better interpretation. It's like Jinx went to old Hollywood glam with her knitted garment, whereas Raja's went a little more, like, futuristic. And I loved her take. Well, I think Raja's was a recreation of her season. Oh, was it? Yeah, she did a look on her season. Let me find it. Raja. One moment, please. One moment, please. Yeah, she did a look on her season. I don't know if she posted it. There it is. Um, so she revisited this look. It was this futuristic look. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The original, like, new glare, gold-plated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, it's almost like Gaga she revisited paparazzi. that and, and redid it, because it has very similar aspects, but it's knit. And it, I think this is done in a really smart way, where it it's weaved and it's knit, and it's almost giving that same sort of feel as when she did the um, under-the-sea sort of look. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in more of a gold, sort of futuristic way. And those fucking boots. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Did you see the boots? No. <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing and you're going to be excited. Chunky Heel? Chunky Heel. Ayy. Ayy. <laughs> Brooklyn introduced me on stage last night. She's like, now, this beautiful queen. She's so gorgeous and tall and smart. But she likes a chunky heel. <laughs> were you so wearing a chunky working. heel? Of course I was. <laughs> <laughs> I showed them and she's like, okay, these ones I like. They were like bedazzled hot pink. So it was like, she was not She was them. lying to you. She was lying. She was lying. Well, like Brooklyn's just, she needs to get with the times. They're trending. They're trending so hard. And they're good for your knees. Trendler. <laughs> but yeah. Monet's look reminded me. Adorable. Very, I, I, I don't it reminded me of the <gasps> concept she wore week one with the puffer look and the braids being a crown. Like, it almost felt mm-hmm. like she did two silhouettes for different things. Like, I just, it, I don't know. Sometimes I think when you go on the show, especially knowing you're going to be on every single episode with your yeah. runways, I think the name of the game would be breadth, variety. Every single thing be a little different. And to me, the yeah. puffer, as cool, as cool as it was to see it in a knit, I want to see Courtney Conker make one one day. Um, <laughs> I just, to me, I was like, that's the cruel thing about fashion. You see it once and you're like, I've seen it. Yeah. 
Well, I think the but the thing with Monet is she's so true to her brand of style. But it's not even just Monet. It's just she, she has this style where it's very much just like the girl on the the steps in Brooklyn, you know, yes, like yes. she looks, you know, she looks like she's just like going to go out to the club or yeah. she's going to she's always going to look hot no matter anything she wears. Like it's always a very flawless, beautiful fashion but it's also very relaxed Mm -hmm. you know it's a very relaxed fashion and it always looks good and i think she always does stay very true to that and everything she wears and everything always has that little touch of it into it Mm -hmm. so like this one she looked like a like she looked like a like a little like a like a preteen who was getting into that style you know so it felt it felt almost like the preteen version of episode one you know so i can get where it was where it was that same sort of silhouette but for me it made sense with the arc of the package of everything she's worn. Because I, I think when you look at everything as a package put together, it, it would make sense as almost like a fashion line. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. But I just didn't like it. And then, <laughs> and then um, there's Jada. And I felt like hers was like uh, Monet and Vibs combined. <laughs> I just didn't like it. (laughs) 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 See, I really like Jada's because as a Canadian girly, Mm -hmm. big comfy couch. Yes. I got, how could you not like it? How could you not like it? I didn't realize how could you not like it outside of Canada? Same. And actually when Priyanka first started doing drag, she had a big comfy couch number. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so every time I, I see, when I saw her walk out, all I could think about was Priyanka doing Big Comfy Couch. <laughs> That's so funny. Deep cut. I want to find Very deep cut. With it's, it's old huge. makeup. Ooh. Ooh. Woof. Ooh. <laughs> gorgeous these days. Absolutely Go- gorgeous. Stunning. Absolutely yeah. stunning. And it was, but it wasn't just Priyanka's old makeup. It was Priyanka's first year in drag doing makeup. Mm. so (laughs) rough boots rough boots rough boots but it's so nice to have humble beginnings because then you can look the runway theme was shitty shitty bang bang (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i was a really big fan of jada's i thought it was really beautiful and there we have it there are our runways i thought that was we've done it i i think some of the sometimes the themes can just be such an amazing jumping point to like be creative and i felt like this was one of them where each queen really got to ask themselves, like, how do I want to interpret this? How do I want to, mm-hmm. how do I want to make this? And it was, it was cool to see what they did. Whose was your favorite? Viv. Same. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to say that. I had to go with my gut. Viv's was my favorite. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so Trinity's was beautiful as well, in a sense that, like, I would love to wear that um, because it looks easier to wear. Like, a gown can be, like, a bit restricting. And I feel like my vibe, which is a little more, like, good time girl. Um so that was probably my two. Trend alert, lavender. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny <gasps> that we saw a little bit of that on the runway. Trend, Trend alert. alert. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Anthony has to hear All that. our listeners are going to be like, stop. Stop. <laughs> Just us uh, ripping off Tudor. I feel. Fashion photo right. Review. I feel bad for the partners of our listeners who are being forced to listen to us. Where it's like, there's our fans who love listening to us, and then their partners who are in the car, like, who tolerate it. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Please shut up. <laughs> and this is our time to say, we won't. We will not shut up. We but will not shut up. You still have another uh, 10 to 15 minutes of hearing. Hey. This. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so now they, as they're at the at the foot of the runway, they watch. Um, what's it called again? What was the name of the movie? They watch Santa, Santa School, School for, for Girls. girls. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, how to how did how did they do? Who were who were standouts? Who were who were in your I mean, in your mind successful? They were this? all good. They were all good. I think again, what we were saying is like Shay was playing the straight man, you know? Mm-hmm. So Shay kind of just sort of for does once. really well. For once. Actually, does really, she really does well. <laughs> she does really, really well, but it's sort of just like, eh, you know, she she kind of just falls flat when there's so many big personalities around her, right? So Shay sort of does a good job, but it wasn't my favorite. Um, I thought what she about did you? a really strong performance. Like if this was like a single cam... Uh, really artistically shot movie the nuances in right. Shay's acting would have been 10 out of 10 but this is like a almost theater lit soundstage where they quick and dirty you know have these scenes you know it's like the state the set is um it's like a challenge room space like there's only there's, yeah. these scenes are gonna they almost feel more like sketch comedy like SNL style so the acting yeah. when it goes a little more nuanced and subtle it, can't, it sometimes it doesn't play big enough so that was, see, that was I almost wish that they had like you know how like um and her hair a was few years. In it. Oh, how it was bright pink and everyone else's yes. was yeah. I, I felt like I it clashed that was with a... the scenes visually because it was red and uh, green for Christmas and she was like pink and orange. I was just like okay, yeah, for is... me too. I was like, why that hair? Yeah. Um, but I remember they used to always have the straight man be played by a guest. Oh yeah. You know, they used to always have it be a guest, so everyone else had an opportunity to really play up their roles. So, so right. I was just like, "What?" Yeah, remember, they used to always do remember? that, and now they uh, remember. Mm-hmm. So now they have that. Now they have a, a queen do it, and I feel like it really puts them in a shitty position because it's so hard to be able to really stand out in those positions. But alas, you know, alas, someone has to do here it. Here we are. Someone has to do it. But how great was Vivian? yes. So good. I actually found it like more entertaining. Almost... I found it more entertaining in the shooting, like when we got to see the making them of the maxi versus the final cut. Like I love mm-hmm. hearing RuPaul laugh. Like I almost found that more entertaining than the final. Me too. Well, I almost found, and I think it's so funny the way that she was just like very buddy buddy with Rue too. She was like, Rue, stop laughing at how funny I am. Like I was just <laughs> like, Oh my god. If I was Shay and saw that, I would I would walk off. Seriously. I would be like I'm out. No, absolutely. Goodbye. That's like, yeah, but like all you need to hear to know that it's yours that week. Is, is that oh, yeah. She went, I won. No big deal. Um, what about Trinity? What did you think? Once they gave her the note to go a little more like ugh, silly, like laughing at yourself in the line delivery, then I thought she kind of landed somewhere. It was a bit big. She played it a bit big, like a little yeah. over the top, but go big or go home. I don't. Right? I don't love or don't because it's all bim- winners and no one goes. Yeah, home. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't like. For me, bimbo roles can kind of feel a little like making fun of womeny. You know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't love a bimbo role when you it, it, when it doesn't fall into that like I may be dumb, but I'm still you know, there's still a redeeming quality about. It. I'm still empowered. It just kind of feels like the bimbo role can always fall into the low hanging fruit of I'm dumb. Women are dumb kind of thing, you know? So the bimbo role always bugs me and it's so easy to just fall into that sort of like women are stupid kind of thing. So 
and it's obviously not her fault like it's that how they told her to play the role they said fall into the stupid Mm -hmm. you know so it's for for me that always just bugs me but maybe it's just my overthinking you know about about those kind of things i think that's um, okay i think comedy that's a that's such a like almost like an outdated trope at this point i think in 10 years even longer be like maybe we can stop going after this you know it's like yeah we're all equals because like i'm all about the bimbo i am oh, yeah. bimbo vibes you just want to love her, like bimbo. one little like grain of like intelligence so that it's like rounded out yeah because a bimbo mm. is a girl who's you know she's she's like the hot girl but mm-hmm. it's just like it doesn't mean she's stupid yeah you know it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that she doesn't know how to do certain things. It doesn't mean that she's not an empowered woman. Mm-hmm. It's just she's like a hot bimbo. She just likes yeah. to be a hot girl. Exactly. You know? So, anyway, that like... was that's just that's just me. What about Monet? What did you think of Monet? I thought she. It was funny when she was like she kept saying she was the cool teacher. Like when yeah. she kept just being like, you know, I'm the cool teacher. Um, once she was given again her notes to kind of like drop the voice, just kind of play it, lean more into Monet. Then I, mm-hmm. I think she got into her comfort zone it was like it was i think no she actually she did make me chuckle once or twice so there was so there were some standout points in that but i still would have liked jinx to play it yes i would have liked jinx to play it too i love when you see someone has an acting voice like monet has like an acting voice i find like she always falls into that it's almost like a sing-songy kind of thing with her voice um but i will say that hair was Mm -hmm. so cool Mm-hmm. That beautiful long blonde dread hair on her. I was like, this yeah. is wild. I'm obsessed with this. It was really cool. I liked mm-hmm. her little joke saying it's hidden under her bald cap. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it's her real hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then Evie, uh, I thought it was kind of fun that in the rehearsal or the filming, we didn't get to see her full bodied script. But once we saw the final, her role kind of had this like secret evil plan to it. So she got a lot of like, and they don't know that I know. Ha ha ha. Like she got mm-hmm. to kind of play it in a fun angle, but um, she's a bit hit and miss for me sometimes. Yeah. I will say though, I think Evie played a, like a more round, well-rounded bimbo for me though. Yeah, actually. You know, yeah. where it was a very, it was role, bimbo. The writing, the writing, she got intelligence in there because she knew the master plan. Okay, fine. Yes, it's the writing, but I think it's the writing. I will say. It's the writing. It's the producers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I liked it. It wasn't a standout for me, but it was mm. well done. You know, it was yeah. good. Yeah. What, and then, what about Jada? Okay. okay. Uh, didn't love. Didn't, yeah. I don't think it's just fine. Her, I don't actually think acting. I'm going to have to say it. I do not think acting is her forte. And they are always a little kind to her in the edits. Yeah. I felt like it fell a little flat, but I will say she didn't fall into swearing. Very happy with that. No, because it wasn't improv. It wasn't improv. She couldn't drop. She couldn't drop her swearing in there. Totally. <laughs> but, every time, yeah, every just, time it's just been improvised, she does start to fucking fuck fuck, and so it's it's nice just to have her stick mm-hmm. to the script. But um, yeah, yeah, I I think that was one of those rules where it, it I just I th- I don't know what she could have done with it, but it didn't like pop off for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Roger, what did we think of Madame Raja? Roger. Um, I liked it, but I like, like, I like the goth girl. I like the, the Nancy from the craft. Like I kind of like that sort of vibe mm-hmm. and it felt like it needed that bit of cheese. Cause it, it did feel a little cheesy, I thought it was but too cheesy. Oh, was it cheese for you? It was, it was like, at first it was like, okay, it's camp. And then I was like, 
oh, it's giving me, like, local theater. <laughs> what are we going to do today? <laughs> it was giving me Dry Grace acting challenge, you Which, know. That's what... <laughs> hey, good, because that's what it was. Because like, that's what it was. I don't know. There's just... I don't know. Just the odd time. Like, you see how, like, Jinx can take a role and, like, make it a little more, like, full-bodied? Yeah. I felt like Raja was falling into this, like, impression of someone like impersonating an impression imp- impression of goth i don't know i don't know mm-hmm. she's also not an actress like so what am i asking for but. yeah i mean i liked it but it, it was more so a funny kind of campy thing but yeah. for, it wasn't a huge standout for me i think the I the, the reason wig, she rose to the top <laughs> that was kind of fun oh i loved the wig yeah oh the wig the whole look was great when i feel like writer. she really <laughs> sold it on the look yeah yeah it was so beetlejuice i loved it but what did you think of jinxes the way jinx played it i torn here because mm. i actually thought her delivery her choice to make that role more substantial than word count albeit admirable for the competition i felt sometimes it was a little um almost scene pulley like a little too big like the, that first mm-hmm. time they had the reaction the director was like can we do that again in unison because even jinx was like doing a slower pull and like a slower movement to make it a little more a little more esoteric or something there just was the odd time where i was like i just i think because of the words you're saying it doesn't actually make sense for you to be behaving as such you know dead ass i think if they were to edit have edited it differently in jinx's favor yeah i think we would be thinking different because i think they if they would have edited it to a way that made her look like she was pulling in a good way Mm -hmm. where they were like oh my god we love what you're doing so much i have a feeling this was a blame it on the edit kind of episode Mm -hmm. because they they could have edited her a lot different to have been like oh she pulled through and she pulled it off and she really stole the show yeah. with just a few lines. But instead yeah. I think they did wanted to move it another way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, I completely agree because we find it. Our winners are Viv and, and Rasha. Rasha. Which I just, I didn't, I didn't catch the winning performance. I'm sorry. I, I don't see the winning performance, but I can see the runway pushing her ahead. Because that runway, the runway was good. The runway was good, bitch. The runway was good, 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 good. Um, But yeah, so I mean, I I agree with Viv. Viv was 100% going to be there. And I'm kind of, and I think with Raja's runway, helping her make it to that, because I feel like it would have probably been Jinx, but Jinx's runway was a little flatter. Totally, totally. Yeah. Now I see what you mean. What did I'm you like think of the lip sync? Splitting hairs because of the of the runways. I get that. Mm-hmm. The lip sync. Um, it was fun. Fun song. Super freak. Super freaky. Yeah. Um, Raja. I felt like that was her vibe. She's a she's yeah. a super freak. It felt like Raja was got into the wine. You know, was the Pinot it, was, Grige. it was two in the morning. She's just had three bottles of Pinot Grige. Her song came on and she went, oh, I love this song. And just my right nipples out. I love. Oh, this yeah. Song. Oh, let's dance. Like it was giving me that. And I, it was perfect. That's it's right. exactly it's what I wanted. She was dancing with a wine glass, but she didn't. Oh, yeah. Wine glass. Just and it was spilling everywhere, and she was like, "I'm rich, I don't care." Like it oh. was perfect. I could picture just 
like like just beautiful Edison bulbs and yeah. and like drapery on the walls and a cat somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, yeah. We'll find that cat. Somewhere. There's a cat <laughs> somewhere. Um and it, it, I felt you know when you watch a lip sync and you fall into the fantasy that that performer's in? Mm. I I fell headfirst into that fantasy that Drush yeah. was delivering and it was so good. Oh, totally. Especially that oh that hair she had on. Oh, oh. it was amazing. She looks so good. It made more so sense. Good. The Viv just kind of seemed like um like a slutty rocker girl. <laughs> I felt bad. They included like the little like cartwheel slip thing. Obviously, she was a little moist from her like wet t-shirt contest bit. Yeah, it just Ooh. it just felt like it. Didn't it just like I don't know. I didn't I didn't love the. I just I just liked Raja so much better that it just yeah. for me Viv's just didn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. But she did great. She's got a lot of energy and. She performed a little ass off and she saved the cartwheel really well. Yeah. <laughs> I would have fell on my ass. I can't do a cartwheel. <laughs> you can't do a cartwheel? I can't do a cartwheel. I have very, um, I have bad shoulders. Oh. So I can't, so like, this is how far, for the viewers, I'm putting my arms up, but this is like how far my arms go up. Angle. Yeah. Yeah. See, like this is so there's this much space so when i do a cartwheel my legs can't go above my head they just fall forward <laughs> okay no cartwheels yeah. for you <laughs> no cartwheels plus right now my wrist is in a uh, brace yeah because i strained my wrist I'm jerking picking off too, up too often. <laughs> oh my god i wish no i um i picked up a suitcase funny and then I fell asleep with my hand inside my hoodie on a plane. So oh, I woke up no. and my wrist was like this. And then when I stretched it out, I was like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Stop. So, yeah. So I'm off it for six weeks. Oh, my goodness. I saw it in your story. I thought you meant you only have to wear it temporarily, like at times. But like, is that on you all day, every day? No, I can take it. I take it off to like massage it. I take it off to like ice it. I take it off to, to like shower, or do my makeup. Mm-hmm. But I have to wear it. And drag. I have to. I no. <laughs> <laughs> I will be taking it off when Gen I perform. Alert. But like, gender <laughs> alert, wrist braces. Yeah. Um, but I will be wearing it like until I'm about to walk on stage. You have to. Your body. I have temple. to. I'm so sorry you're dealing with that, but I like that you have an action plan. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, But Raja wins lip sync as she should. And then she goes around and she sees who she's going to block and she blocks Jada, which Mm -hmm. I think was coming. I wanted a more like spicy block like Monet. (laughs) So she would have literally like been so frustrated. Like then just be like, why am I here? Like, I think Monet would have left. I think she would have been like, well, I'm leaving. Yeah. You no, know? Absolutely. It does get to a point where some of the queens are like, bitch, try me. Like, you just yeah. try me. Yeah. I, I do hope that it gets a little bit spicier near the end. Like, That's a girl gets I mean. a block and she's pissed. Yeah. But, that was you know? this week. It should have. I honestly think it would have been, like, either Shay or Monet. Because then the strategy is you will never, like, get enough stars. Like, I think we're past that point where it's like, you don't focus on the winners. You focus on those who are... Uh, str- like they're struggling they're falling behind mm-hmm. and, and I would them. actually want someone who I wouldn't want someone who's a good lip syncer to be in the top with me hello exactly hello mm-hmm. so blocking someone like Monet in a lip sync mm-hmm. oh yeah because if Monet yeah. makes it she's so good at performing yeah that having Monet in a top four she would she would slip slap slap everybody right to the top totally 
So you I know? thought it was so interesting you... to pick Jada because it's almost like guaranteed she's going to be in the finale. I think Jada's 100% going to be in the finale. I think right. it would be hard for her. If she wasn't in the finale, I think it would be because there was a massive twist. Yeah. And she just barely made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Who but knows? I think Jada will be in the finale. Totally. Absolutely. Good for her. You know, exactly. She fucking did her season like through COVID. She deserves everything in the world. She's a goddess. It's just like. She's a goddess. Beautiful too. I just thought, I thought it was interesting of Raja to block her. I was like, that doesn't feel like strategy. That felt like the nice thing to do. Well, it almost felt like it was the the next steps, you know? Like, this is what we do now. We block mm-hmm. her because she just didn't get it yet. But that's, yeah. uh, that's that. That's what we, there you have it. There you have it. There it is. That is episode eight. Eight <laughs> of All Stars All winners and it was a good one but we're still craving that drama we're craving those fights and that's why we have and these fierce delicious on i was three. literally i was just about to say it <laughs> I was just, it was on the tip of my tongue um you just lost a friend <laughs> <laughs> i will hear that clip again and again uh i can't um, wait that was me and her on a on facetime when we finally had our fight amazing um <laughs> they aren't even kidding. ready we're coming with opinions this season. We're talking about a, a season we both aren't on, and we're jealous. <laughs> so we're going to go in. Petty We're going to go in. Yes. We're going to call all of them ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if you want to catch us on the action, we're, we're going to put some more work into our, our Instagram, so that's a little more of the content we cover, what we want to get into. Uh, we reference things. So on Instagram, it's semi-qualified queens pod. On Twitter, it's at SQQPod. And uh, use that hashtag, semi-qualified questions, if you feel like it. We also have an email. What is it, Juice? Semi-qualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. You can email us on anything. You can email us questions. You can email us things you want to say or things you want to hear. Or even if you just have a shout-out for one of your own SQQDs. Send us an email. Oh, my God. Send us your subway order. Like, if you've got a kooky subway order... Send it to us. We want to know. We're not going to buy you the sandwich, but like we want to know. No, we can't buy you the sandwich. I think you should send us a proposal. Send us like you're going to propose to your significant other on our podcast and we oh will do yes. that for you. Oh my God. Yes. Done. <laughs> Imagine. That would, be the, that would be the most romantic will, way to get proposed. <laughs> uh, is from two, two white um, schmangets. Um on a podcast. Well, think about it. Well, think about it. The partners who have to listen to our podcast every week, but they don't want to, they are <gasps> in the perfect place to then at the end of the episode have a proposal. They'll be like, see, babe. Oh my God. That would <laughs> like, be so, I would cry. on episode eight. And she's like, I don't know. I'm not really liking the podcast lately. And they'll be like, no, 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 do it. <laughs> You've got to finish the episode. you got to finish the episode. we got to no, finish no, it. Finish this one. Finish this one. Oh my God. That would be so cute. Ready. I'm just <gasps> saying, makes for a cute story. Oh my god, I've fallen right into the fantasy. I'm getting teary eyed. <laughs> I, I love proposals. And on that note, I'm Cynthia Kiss. <laughs> and I'm Juicebox. And we love you so much. And we will talk to you very, very soon. Mwah. Bye. Bye.